Welcome back to Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. I am Jennifer Marie Martinez, and with me is... Adam Herrera. And today our conversation is around gender roles. Like, where do they come from? How did they get started? I'm not sure. But the reason why we decided to talk about this today is because in our last episode, uh, what do we call that one? People, pleasers in recovery or something? Yeah. Yeah, and so you were actually describing or trying to describe your dad's character, and you said, I don't want to say feminine. But I kept on saying it. But you kept on saying it, and then it was like, I think the word you're looking for is nurturing. And you're like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, during that conversation, kind of just, you know, went past that and kept tried to kept, keep on topic because that's what we're trying to do these days. <laughs> Right, instead of going off on tangents. Well, yeah, and it's easy for me to to do that. My mind is like a, a, I don't know, like a maze or something. But all the roads connect for me. (laughs) It's like a winding freeway. I don't know. Eventually, right? Yeah, eventually it gets to the point. My gosh. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're definitely unscripted unrehearsed and at this point still unedited so it's kind of hard sometimes to stay on topic yeah well actually this time i mean we did a little bit of preparation <laughs> so i mean it, it's getting a little more serious you know we're, we're getting like deeper into our conversations and um yeah di- just digging deeper you know have some more fuel for our fire our conversations for sure yeah, so okay, traditional gender work, ro- uh, excuse me, traditional gender roles. Uh, definition. Roles refer to the societal expectations associated with being male or female. These ro- roles often dictate opportunities and responsibilities deemed appropriate for each gender. Over time and across cultures, these roles can evolve and vary. In modern Western culture, they're increasingly seen as archaic. So I got that off of helpfulprofessor.com. And what is archaic? It's like what that's something of the past or something that is gradually uh, ex- what, ex- not extinct. Is that right? Well, the, the definition I got was old-fashioned. Yeah, old-fashioned. Like old, old ways and... Old news. Old news, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah, and so, all right, when, again, going back to how the idea came up, you're stuck, like, I don't want to say feminine, and you kept saying feminine, and then we got the word nurturing. So, clearly, the word nurturing is very much associated with a feminine characteristic. Yeah. Um, a feminine general. But why? <laughs> um i don't know like uh when when you think of nurturing like uh what's the first thing that comes off off of my mind is is you know like a in some sort of way like a feminine energy um but you said your mom was kind of like the stern one or more authoritative oh yeah 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 and i mean that's yeah like that's how I was raised and um yeah like I I mean my mom was just more I mean she obviously 
was still feminine. I, I mean, she wasn't like manly and like big and buff and like always wanted to fight her, you know. Okay, also other things that are considered as gender roles. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> You're describing more gender just, roles. Yeah. You said manly. <laughs> what? Manly, big and buff and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, my mom, you know, she was just like tougher on me and on, on myself and my sister and my, I mean, through my eyes, um, my dad was a little more passive, um, a little more forgiving, um, just like easier on like the punishments or like, um, the scolding, stuff like that. So yeah, it was just different um and that yeah that that's you know what i you know what goes through my mind when i when i think of you know my mom and dad um like the different parenting styles you know we talked about that in our what was that our second episode yeah yeah um yeah it, it was yeah just different well and so okay i'm i'm hearing you say all this and that's why, again, to me, it was like, wait, because of the way that you grew up, right? If we're talking about societal gender roles, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like those applied in your home, really, right? Because society saying, oh, women are uh, more feminine, they're softer, they're nurturing, they're caring, they're, you know, easygoing or, or more passive, Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. men are big and strong and burly and have authority and they're they're in charge. They're bossy. But everything you just said is <laughs> like those that, that didn't apply <laughs> or at least the way they were towards you. Um, no. Yeah. No. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I mean, both my mom and dad worked and. Um, it wasn't like my mom stayed home or, or like my dad, you know, was considered quote unquote the breadwinner, right? They were both equal bringing in the bread and they were both equal. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, it was just like that. That's not, you know, the, the type of household that I, that I lived in. Um, and you know, my dad wasn't like machismo and like he wasn't, you know, um, <clears throat> which is a cultural gender in a Hispanic Role, household, right? like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like my mom wasn't always the one that. Actually, my mom kind of hated cooking. Um, so did my grandma. My mom too. <laughs> yeah, so did my grandma, and uh, my mom got that, you know, from my grandma. And, uh, but I mean, they they still obviously they still cooked, but I mean, it's we not, gotta <laughs> eat. <laughs> yeah, we gotta eat. They gotta feed their kids. Uh, I, I can't really say who was a better cook. Because, well, actually, my mom was, because my dad cooked, like, eggs and toast, and it's it's not really, it's not really cooking. (laughs) The easier stuff. Yeah, the easier stuff. Uh, But, I mean, my dad was, you know, always in the yard, though. Like, always in the yard, doing, like, the carpentry, um, doing, like, uh, yeah, the gardening, stuff like that. My mom would be more with us, you know, taking care of the kids. Um, So... Yeah, they, they kind of took on, you know, their the roles, I guess, like, that were assigned to them. But, but then again, it was, like, very, like, uh, well, how do I say, like... Well, whatever worked for your household. 
fle- like flexible, I guess. Right, and interchangeable. Right, and that's probably why, like again, according to the definition that I read, um, it says in modern Western culture they're increasingly seen as archaic. Mm-hmm. So it's it's exactly what you just said, right? Like, I mean, this in the here and now, and in the however many years you were under their roof or whatever, like they figured that out and they did what worked for them and yeah. didn't stick to those um, gender roles of the quote unquote norm. Yeah. Cause that wasn't their norm that worked for them. I still kind of see it though. Like not in my family, but like in other like households that I've been in, like I still saw like the old school, you know, kind of ways like and you you kind of think about it like like hmm that that's like really really old school or like and they're and you know like those two people were like that's what they knew right right they they didn't i'm not saying they didn't know any better but that was what they were used to or that's how they live their lives and in those um you're talking about other households so in those households did you notice it more if like the one was the actual breadwinner and the other one wasn't or maybe one had a higher paying job or you know or not Well it was kind of like um like one would yeah one would be like one was the business owner right like the the husband was a business owner um would do all the work but then also the the wife just stayed at home I mean, she could have gotten a job like she could have, you know, done something, get get her own money. Um, But she she chose to stay at home, be with the kids, you know, and and that's kind of like the the role that that she just took. Maybe it's something that that it's all she knew. I don't know. But no, I'm not. I mean, you kind of be. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you see me and. I mean, you've said this before about me that I'm very independent and I'm strong and I'm all these whatever qualities <laughs> um, <laughs> very, that are, you know, capable, that describe me as being capable. However, when I first married Jacob's dad, I left the country. You know, I up and left my hometown I moved to another country and the furthest I had ever gone before that was I'd gone to Mexico, like Monterrey or no, Guanajuato was probably the furthest. So it's a 17 hour drive from San Antonio. That's the farthest away I had been from home. And then I just up and left to be with this man. Um, And it's what, like a 17 hour time difference. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so a whole other country. He was the only person that I knew and I didn't have a job. And he was military. So, you know, had to live on base. And to get a job, um, I was trying to get, like, a military job. Couldn't get one. And just me, I mean, it was my way of contributing to the household, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm not working, so I'm going to, like, earn my keeps, you know, sort of speak. Yeah, yeah. So if I can't contribute financially right now, I'm going to do all of these things so that the person that is uh taking care of the finances doesn't have to worry about pretty much anything 
within the house, right? Get all the groceries, make sure the house is clean, make sure you get your packed lunch and your meal when you get home and all of that. I mean, and, and at that point also, I mean, I also became very submissive. Me. Imagine me. Like, <laughs> imagine me. Just. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't imagine that. Right. Or like actually shutting up with like a look or a tone or, or whatever. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Who's this person? This is yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, for real. And so being the oldest in my family, always being uh, the one to take care of people, I naturally fell into that role. However, also being, you know, the oldest in, in my family of my siblings, I was also used to being independent and making, you know, choices for me and the girls sometimes. And so then being in this situation where it was like, Almost, I mean, I was dependent on somebody else. And I didn't know anybody. So, I mean, it just changed my character drastically. And so when we would butt heads, I mean, I would say time and time again, like, just wait till we get back to the States and I start working and I get, you know, my railings again. This, I'm not going to be this person that you've come to know here. Yeah. Right? Because it was like, no way. I mean, I had to do... And then it was just expected of me to to do all that. So when you say, like, well, maybe that wife could have gotten a job or whatever and she chose not to. Yeah, maybe she did choose not to. Ch- uh, child care is very expensive also. Yeah. I think True. nowadays for, like, an infant, it's like... 1200 now. Yeah, like twelve to $1,500. A month. A month. We're in the wrong business. <laughs> We're in business? Uh, but yeah, a month. And it's just outrageous. So sometimes it does make more sense, you know, for one parent to stay home, which, whether it. it's the mom or the dad. Yeah. And probably whoever can make the most money is going to go to work. Right. Um. But yeah, and then if you have more than one kid, I can't even imagine that. But to have <laughs> more no, than no. one kid in childcare or whatever, like, geez. Or even, I mean, we just went to a baby shower this weekend. You saw how much Pampers cost. Like, you're adding it up. <laughs> Dang, that's $40 right there. Dang, that's $60 for the diaper raffle. You're like, like looking at all. $400 in diapers, maybe more. <laughs> and what, what was the price we got? Not complaining, by the way. Yeah, if um, you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> But, but yeah, I, yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, go ahead. No, I digressed. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about trying to stay on track and here I am talking about baby shower diapers or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And well, okay. So going along with the the subject matter, um, gender roles. So like. You know, from the second we're born, you know, we are assigned automatically, like, these roles. Um, Well, the gender. Well, the gender, yes. Um, And then, you know, as you grow up, grow older, 
become an adult, you kind of, I don't know, do you think, like, we subconsciously, or is it society take on these roles, or or the, the roles that we do choose? Like, what do you think it is? Uh, well, I think it is society, and then, like you said earlier, cultural, right? Because, um, like, again, going back to the household that you grew up in, it doesn't seem like those gender roles really applied. Mm-hmm. So that's not what you saw in your household. Right. However, you also said that you did see in other households, right, that they were the more, like, traditional, old-fashioned gender roles, and so, obviously, that plays a big part because then when you're describing, again, sorry, not sorry, your dad's character, you're saying feminine. It's like, because he's nurturing. Well, I mean, he, he was soft. Softer. Like. Okay. So what? He's just a person. <laughs> Why can't people just be soft and... Tough when they have to be. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it could have been a reason why I was bullied. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I was bullied throughout elementary. And I wasn't raised to fight or, like, defend myself. And, like, I would avoid all kinds of conflict. I s- still do, but... I was going to say... <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I, I'm I'm a little bit better at it, but I I still I I hate conflict. Anyways, um, I know I on. have seen you get bopped in the head at a rave. <laughs> at a rave. Yeah. Okay. So am I gonna pick a fight with a six five? Well, no, but dude? you can, you don't have to pick a fight. You can simply just say like, Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, watch up- it. While looking up at his But that's chin. what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yo, <laughs> watch your freaking limbs. What are you doing? We were throwing elbows. We were fine. Well, yeah, after you got bopped in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, in that situation, we talk about, okay, you know, back in, what, caveman days or whatever, the whole men were hunters and gatherers and the protectors and the women were, what, taking care of the households and cooking whatever the cave beasts that the, the men brought home, you know, for dinner or whatever for food. It's like then yeah, that didn't didn't apply when you got bopped in the head. Like you were <laughs> you were you got freaking hit in the head and so yeah, there I'm, I was I'm like at out. least trying to defend you or defend I'm, our space. I'm gonna pull out my bull and arrow no. and <laughs> poke him in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? And <laughs> after I said that, I knew that I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that's why I don't think earlier you were talking about, oh, well, the stuff I was reading about gender roles was like in the Victorian, right? And so, uh, yeah. so it was like, okay, well, then maybe it's because, and I don't know, because I'm not a historian or anything like that. Neither. I always fell asleep in history class. Same. Uh, <laughs> but maybe like... That or that was obviously one of like the earlier civilizations, right? And so maybe they just said, "Oh, well, back in the prehistoric times, cavemen or whatever." Like somebody said, "This is the way it was then," 
Yeah. And maybe they said it because that's what was in their best interest, right? That men do this and women do that. Males do this. Females do do that. But really, I mean, yes, scientifically, biology, whatever, men are stronger and faster than women, right? Because that's the way that we're built. But women are still strong and capable of hunting and protecting. Y'all are smarter. Well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) So then we could set like the home alone traps, right? Right. Exactly. (laughs) For the bad guys. (laughs) And if you haven't seen Home Alone and you're listening to this, I don't know where have you been. What are you doing with your life? (laughs) (laughs) One and two. Only one and two. Not three, four, and five. Those are trash. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) But... Yeah, people can get creative in the way that they do things. And I think that's why gender roles are becoming, I'm hoping that they are becoming a thing of the past. I know that they don't, well, I don't know, you tell me, do do they apply in my, like, household? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. I mean... We like when it comes to you and I, like we both help each other out. Yeah, like and- we're not. I mean, yeah, you you would ask for my help on some things, and I ask for your help. Like, there's no really like imbalance that I see or or even want, you know? Yeah, yeah. When I asked Jacob, who's a junior in high school, when I asked him, "Hey, have you heard of gender roles?" and he's like. Yeah, we spoke about it in school, and I just asked him, well, what are your thoughts? And he's like, well, I'm not really sure because anyone can do any job, whether it's professionally or, like, in the household. Mm -hmm. And all he sees is me, right? Like, that's what he's used to, and he just sees me figuring stuff out. Doing everything. Yeah, or if I can't do something, then obviously I'll call somebody (laughs) to... To take that has a skill that I don't have and yeah. that I don't have the time to learn. It was like I uh, wanted a bidet, especially. Oh, after- like that time you called Rick? Yeah. Or you called me and you're like, let me talk to Rick. Yeah, let me talk to Rick because I know no, you. No, know, you don't know anything about this. Let me talk to Rick. Because um, I know. <laughs> that I know, I know, I know. Now, now that I look at, back on it, like, well, give context to the story. Okay. So. I wanted to install a bidet. I installed the bidet, which requires, you know, shutting off the water and like doing prepping all these things, whatever. And so I did that and then it was leaking. Um, and I had, you know, dried it up and watched it. And then I tried taking everything apart and reinstalling it and everything. And then it was still leaking. Not bad, but it was still leaking. And so then I called you. And the reason why, yes, I was upset with you anyway (laughs) that day, but... That's a different story. That that is a different story. And I had also remembered the time we had the issue with another toilet. Mm -hmm. And you were real quick to be like, oh, well, just call so-and-so. And I was like, no, I don't want to call so-and-so to come and fix it. I'm going to figure this out myself or this is something that i could probably easily figure it out i'm not going to inconvenience somebody else i'm going to take care of it and that was my go-to because i am a single mom because i am the oldest female because 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 
right? Like all these things. Yeah. And so there we were at Home Depot and I'm looking and doing research and you're talking to your mom on the phone. But <laughs> so she had called. <laughs> She's Moving like, on. What, what are you doing at Home Depot? But anyway, so fast forward, I'm installing the bidet. And yes, you answer the phone. And I'm like, are you still with Rick, your stepdad? Um, and he is a boomer. And I have to say that. <laughs> He's, yeah, I mean, yeah. to give context also, because it's maybe it's a generational thing. You know, because he, it was so funny to me that, like, I said, hey, I installed this bidet. I already installed it. And now it's leaking. And it was leaking before, and this is what I tried. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you need to turn off the water. Is there somebody there to turn off the water? And I'm like, yes, I'm here. I can turn off the water just like I did (laughs) when I installed it. Like, what? And then, but because he's a man of a certain age and he's a man, I mean, he's a brown man, right? So you've got societal, possibly generational and cultural Influence. all mixed in. Yeah. And to him, he sees his wife, your mom, which you said earlier that like she didn't do the yard stuff. She didn't do those types of things no. right around yeah. the house that like, quote unquote, a man would do. Right. Right, so he's thinking, oh, well, Jennifer doesn't do that either because mm-hmm. my wife doesn't know how to do that. So he just assumed that I didn't either. And I'm like, mm, I'm a millennial. <laughs> and I'm a single mom. Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, you figure yourself out. Yeah, because that's just what I do. And I just assume that people do that. And they do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. it has nothing I, to I do mean, with gender. I, I, yeah, I mean, I obviously can't speak for Rick, but, like, I, I understand, like, the the questions that he asked, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he asked me, do you have plumber's tape? Which, that's a legit question. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it actually came with the thing. And then he told me, and, and, I, and that's when I said, I actually don't know how to use this because it's not sticky. Like, what is the point of it? <laughs> I didn't know because yeah. I had never used it before. Right. But him being, again, a man of a certain age and and being the type of man that he is, right, used to fixing things or whatever, uh, I figured that he would have the answer to the question yeah. that I had and would help me in that in that problem. And so, yeah, so he walked me through how to use the plumber's tape and it was like okay cool and it and it worked and he's like can we post it and yeah it worked no leak no whatever i learned how to use plumber's tape <laughs> sweet yeah yeah i like even with my dad um he he does like all the handy stuff around the house right or like all the building or i mean for christ's sake like he built like a, a, a small apartment in our backyard yeah you know he actually he transformed the garage into like a little house for my my tia and my cousins. Um, but yeah, like he he's always been like that and super handy. And for myself, like I wasn't really interested mm-hmm. in that kind of stuff. <laughs> as lame as it sounds, like I was more interested in video games. Uh, I was literally born with the Sega Genesis in my hand. 
<laughs> well, that sounds painful for your mom. Yeah, they hated that I played video games, but anyways. Um, but yeah, like I, I wish, you know, I learned more stuff, like all the handy stuff. But like, but then again, it's like the the gender role, right? The the male being like Mister Fix It Felix and um, being there when you call, right? And I mean, yeah, I I could say I'm somewhat handy on some things like tech technology, right? I I'm I'm your guy, you know. Literally. But, yeah, literally. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't be able to fix a toilet or like I wouldn't be able to build you an apartment, you know, so uh, there there are some things that I, I do regret not learning from my dad. Um, but I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not able to or I'm still somewhat like picking up stuff from my dad. And I mean, he, he's still the same way. Like right now he's fixing the roof back at home. So, but yeah. So then, it's, with things like that, like the handiwork and all that, it doesn't sound like that's so much of a gender thing as it is of just, like, necessity or interest, it's his, right? It's his hobby. Well, and I'm just talking about, like, for us as individuals. Oh, yeah. Right? Necessity yeah. or... Uh, what did I say? <laughs> what did I say right Necessity now? or... Um... Interest. Interest, yeah. Yeah, because you were exposed to that. I wasn't. I mean, I didn't have a man around, like, you know, that father figure. I didn't have somebody around that was fixing things or doing things like that, really. Um, I mean, with my dad, like, Maida's father, I mean, he was a truck driver, so he was away from home a lot of time. And I don't remember, like, I think they just hired people to do stuff, but... That wasn't until, like, when we were moving out of a house or something and we had to get it ready for something else. It was, like, you yeah. know. I mean, maybe he would, like, put a, a broken board on a fence or whatever. But I mean, that's yeah. just, that's easy enough. I could do it, you know, type of thing. Or painting. Like, we all painted in the house. Yeah. Um, Whenever we would want to spruce up the place or whatever. Like, me and my sisters, my mom and dad, we would all do that together. Um, but then as an adult, yeah, I mean, I would just like figure it out. Oh my gosh. That just reminds me. So one time in my early twenties, I was, um, antiquing. Do you know what antiquing is? Uh, like shopping through old stuff or like, yeah, like, like picking out old items. Yeah. Like, or... uh, we would go from like little town to little town. Specifically uh -huh. to antique shops. Yeah. Okay. Like hit a, we would hit up these like old little towns, old yeah. little towns. Well, you know what I mean, for their antique shops. So we were out antiquing. Probably about we got as far as like an hour and a half away from San Antonio, and so we're out there, and the lady that I was with, a lady of a certain age, I think she was like in her fifties at the time. Um. But anyway, so she, we got a flat. And so then she decides to call her husband so that he can come out. An hour and a half. An hour and a half drive to fix that flat. And I was like, what? No, that makes no sense. I'm like, here, we're going to go to this gas station. We're going to put air in the tire. 
and we're going to find this was before smartphones and we're going to ask, right, if there's a fix of flat, flat place or whatever. And so, sure, like we got the air, asked the person working at the gas station. They pointed us. It was like not even five minutes away. Ten dollars later, you know, 20 minutes later, it was fixed and, and we were good. And her husband was like, Jennifer, I can't believe you thought of that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What? (laughs) Why would I? I, It it just like blew my mind that that was the solution. Like that that was what that person thought was the best solution. Again, before like smartphones or whatever. And before like your insurance came with roadside assistance or whatever. Or why didn't she call roadside assistance? I don't know. But, but anyway, yeah, it was, for me, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like that, in my mind, I was like, that must be like a generational thing just because, you know, they were so much older than me. Yeah. You know, they were like 30 years older than me or whatever. That's just like a, like a weird question though. Or like how he was so amazed that you thought of that solution. Like, like what? Well, right. And so it's like. Again, is it because that's what he knows, like, through his spouse? Yeah. Right? So he figures that all women are like that. Maybe not good problem solvers or critical thinking. I I don't know. (laughs) Or that we're helpless. Like, I don't understand. But, Um, yeah, it was very eye-opening to me. To some degree, like, men, I'm not speaking for all men, um, from my experience, like we 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 like to feel like um, a hero. No, like oh. like uh, <laughs> needed. Like needed, yeah. Like we we like to feel needed or like useful. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, we like to feel like it makes us feel even more manly. It's like an ego. Bullshit, Again with bullshit, the manly bullshit type of thing. Yeah, it's it's ego. You know. It absolutely is ego. And I, I, would you like to expand on that? (laughs) Yes. And I totally see your ego deflate when I'm like, no, I don't need that. Like, I don't, I don't need you to help me or whatever. And you're like, because you want to feel needed. And, Mm -hmm. or like that time when I was like, oh, what are you getting out of this friendship? You're constantly talking this person off the ledge who was a person of the opposite sex. Right. And I'm like, what's going on there? Like, does it make you feel like a hero because you're doing that and then you were like well i don't know maybe and you started like questioning that whole thing but so i mean i i yeah i get it but everybody likes to feel useful and needed but yes in my experience i have observed that men especially like to feel like oh i came to the rescue (laughs) It's like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, it just makes us feel... <clears throat> Powerful. We're men. We're men. It's like, tank tanks. Even my movie references. What is that? Like, No, like Mulan. We are men. Oh, like, oh, yeah, she's pretending to be a boy, huh? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because <laughs> and that movie takes place in like old times, right? Yeah. When women Where... were not allowed to fight. Well, yeah, women stayed home. Right. And went to war. And now? Now we have everything going to war. We... <laughs> yeah, literally. Everything. Everyone's what, going to war now. Whatever you identify yes. as. Yes. Everything, everyone goes everything, to, everyone, everyone can go to war. Even the monkey can. Well, well they can go to outer space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So... <laughs> Wow, see how see what we do? Jeez. But getting back to gender roles, and so in our relationship you were saying earlier, like we don't really abide by those. Right? Like um opening doors. I think whoever gets to the damn door first, you open the damn door. <laughs> yeah, but then I get an earful if I don't and be like, Roy opens it for me. <laughs> Okay, but what's happening in that moment when I say that? I'm struggling. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Str- so you see me struggling, then open the door. I can't open the door. That's just common sense. Not because you're... It's rare to see you struggling, though, because you're always, like... On it. Yes. I know. Yes. Or... And I'm not used to it, and I don't, don't know when it's coming. <laughs> I don't know when it's here. I don't see it. I don't recognize it. It's, I gotta keep you on your toes. It's foreign. <laughs> stupid <laughs> oh my gosh or like um paying for stuff i mean you most of the time beat me too <laughs> yeah and but no it, it it's not because like it's, it's because i want to it's not yeah. because like i'm oh it's my turn or it's like we're you know i'm trying to like I'm the breadwinner, you know, like, no, like, it's nothing like that. Or because you want to get lucky. Excuse me? (laughs) Well, it does score points. Wow. (laughs) No. No, No, I know. It's nothing like that. No. Um, Yeah, like paying. I mean, no, we we take turns. Yeah. Like you, you know, you treat me to some McDonald's or like. (laughs) (laughs) To something cheaper. (laughs) To something cheaper, yeah. But no, like, no. Something within my budget. It's. It's the gesture, right? It's yeah. the gesture that counts. It, it it doesn't matter to me. No, I know. Um, and then, <laughs> like, okay, so uh, we think about gender roles and, like, oh, women are the ones that express themselves more, right? Or they talk more. And that's, you know, society. And I think in the other things, too, like generational or even cultural I think that that's a true view yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, however, in our relationship, I mean, I do talk a lot. <laughs> but You do. But I feel that we do have healthy, open communication, and that wouldn't be possible if you weren't the person that you are. And so... It took a little while. And so was it... Are you that way because of what you saw growing up or because of what you learned in school? I mean, I know you have your background in sociology, so... Well, I mean, my... Like, the person that I always went to, like, to express my feelings was with my dad. Right. With my mom, like, she would go, like, you know, 
toughen up at him. You're not supposed to be like this. Men don't cry kind of thing. Um, you know, don't show any vulnerability or... I mean, not specifically in those words, but that's how it came off. Right. Right. And my dad was more of the, it's okay, mijo, like, it's okay to cry. Um, but, like, he was he was always the one that would check in with me. Still to this day, he'll always check in with me. Yeah. I got a text from him last week, and um, I think it was after I had just gone off work, and, you know, I, I saw him briefly, like, to do my laundry, and... Uh, I left kind of kind of abruptly, but he sent me a text. He's like, hey, mijo, are, are you okay? You seem kind of off. And, you know, like, like I, I really appreciate those kind of check-ins mm-hmm. from him, especially. Uh, it not only keeps us close, but, um, yeah, it, it just, it's good to hear it from him. Yeah, it know? shows that he cares and yeah, he loves you. For sure. Yeah. Uh, my mom will do the same, but it, it's more, uh, you know, she'll she'll check in with me, but like you know, it, it it's not like uh, I'm always like it's just different with my mom, a L- little bit different. It's 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 strange. I was talking about this with my therapist actually, maybe a couple sessions ago. How uh, how the, this exact same thing that I'm talking about and. And, you know, like, to this day, like, it, it, it's just, you know, my mom, she was just more like, you know, being man up, right? And, like, I, I'm still kind of hesitant on opening up to her. But uh, that we can talk about that at a different time. Uh, what was I talking about? Well, you're talking about, uh, you had started talking <laughs> about the way you're parents check in with you yeah um and how you became to be the oh the way okay so the way in communicating in communicating yeah yeah uh and yeah like uh therapy therapy makes me talk um i'm i get very uh anxious when i talk about my feelings and when i talk about tough sub subjects so like it's it's been a long road but i've I'm I'm one to open up if I really trust people. Um if I really if I think if I feel safe in the environment, I I will open up to people. What are things that make you feel safe? Uh the That's a that's a fantastic question. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm somewhere over there just uh <laughs> What makes you feel safe? Um, trust. The yeah, the level of trust that I have in that person. Um, confidentiality. So um, like knowing they're not gonna turn around and go blab to somebody or yeah ridicule you or. But also yeah, but also not not like yeah, that does go through my head uh, or go go through my mind. But like also like that I'm not gonna get. <coughs> excuse me, scolded or like shamed, shamed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from, from that person that I'm talking to, um, that, I think that's really important to like the feeling, the shame or like the judgment, um, from someone that you're like comparing your soul to. That's yeah. That can be pretty damaging and can just like 
shut that door. But um, yeah, yeah. I I'm I I don't know. Like I I feel like it's funny. My my dad recommended that I would um, look for a male therapist, mm. but I feel more comfortable with a female. Even though your dad is the one that you feel safer with, it sounds like uh-huh. with the check-ins and all yeah. of that, as opposed to your mom. Yeah, that's interesting. It is, huh? Yeah. And just thinking about it right now, like I'm like, wait, that that is that that wow, it's weird. But also, why would your dad? I mean, what was the point of your dad suggesting a male therapist? So I would get like the male um, point of view on things or on um, topics that are going through my head or like that I'm feeling. I don't know. Like, what? I would feel less inclined to speak to a, ma- a male therapist. I don't know why. Well, maybe it's the going back to the whole gender role thing, right? That maybe, even though, yes, this is a therapist, it's the men don't cry, man up. Yeah. Whatever, even though that's their job. Like, I would feel some sort of judgment. Right. As a man. Right. And, but I, I, I don't know. Like, now, now thinking about it, like, I would probably benefit from it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if I'd want to switch. <laughs> well, now you're, now you're in it. Yeah, now that I'm in it, yeah. But I've also heard of people that, like, they'll, like, spend, like, six months with the therapist and then they'll switch. Mm. Just just to keep on getting different kinds of... You know, oh, yeah. Like maybe they outgrew them or something. Or Well, not necessarily outgrew, but like they they felt the need to get like a different point of view or like a different aspect on, on life. Or, But I, I don't know. Like imagine having to like restart from ground zero every time and like building rapport, building like... Like the storyline. Imagine having to re-explain that over. I mean, like, here you go. Here's here's my life here. Yeah. And then get call me when you're ready to come. Here's what my last therapist wrote here. Yeah, seriously. Can you contact my therapist and she can give you the cliff notes on yeah where we're at. HIPAA. No, but you're giving permission. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I. I don't know. Yeah, that that's. I was taught to to speak about my feelings and be vulnerable, um, from the get go, and I got a lot of that from my dad. Um, I felt like. Uh, it it it's very important, to be vulnerable, um, especially as a man because we're, we are taught, you know, by society to like. To, not cry not show emotion to be a leader like imagine if you saw the president crying i saw remember seeing w yes remember you saw w oh yeah yeah i saw w and for those of you that don't know w that's george w bush oh my god and he was crying when the towers fell and he was talking about how we're gonna go after those terrorists yeah I mean, then no. it, and it got messy, and it was really, really complicated. But 
the man was crying and he was crying out of like i did see obama cry yeah but like that was after like a school shooting which is but really yeah, super sad because but it's like, horrible he thought about his daughters right? of course yeah. so it's like yeah. you can relate so yeah, 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 yeah. Men, when men cry i cry yeah. because men don't cry right men quote unquote don't cry because society tells you men don't cry and whatever and I cannot imagine what it is like to have to live up to all those things, to have to just suck it up and keep going. And this is why a lot of our people in the military, how, yeah. how can you come back the way that you were before? Whether you were boots on the ground fighting a war, you know, with ammunition or whatever, or whether you were fighting the war um, controlling satellites or, you know, doing something else, but just like having these expectations and such and all this pressure upon you, of course, that's going to do something to you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can't imagine having to pretend to be okay when maybe you're not okay or you're questioning, you have imposter syndrome or whatever it is, you think that you can't do it, you're about to have a freaking nervous breakdown but you can't because people are depending on you whatever and now i'm talking like military and civilian right like just mm -hmm. people in general yeah men having to live up to these standards i yeah it sucks i would just really like it if men yes if they freaking talk to each other instead of sitting shoulder to shoulder at a bar watching a freaking screen Fantasy football, baseball, whatever the hell you're into, all of it, Lord Jesus. Right? Like, men can talk about that. Men can talk about sports. Men can, they get all passionate and paint their faces and slap each other <laughs> on the asses and shit talk and whatever. But when it comes down to talking about the real deal, who am I? What do I need? What's my pain? What help do I need that I'm not speaking up? They can't. Like, what? And it's because, again, going back to the whole, like, men don't cry. Man up. You can't be vulnerable. Vulner vulnerability is seen as a weakness. Like, no, bro. Like, it's the opposite. I will have more respect for somebody that comes crying saying that they need help, that they're, you know, on, on the edge and need that help to you know be talked off or whatever yeah then somebody that goes and does something silly like shoot up a freaking school because they can't talk to somebody yeah or hurt somebody else because they cannot talk to somebody because they can't deal with their shit you know like it takes guts to expose yourself in that way so it shouldn't just be women communicating and expressing and being nurturing. It has to just be people. Just people. Whatever you identify as. Right? So. No, yeah. And I do feel like it's. Like we're, we're progressively. We're getting better at it as a society. You know, it's becoming more. More known, more widespread. Uh, especially people that have like high influence you know they're 
and the availability of information like right. social media um you see a lot more celebrities being more open about like their inner struggles right you know like you see uh people that you know that are in the spotlight like that they like just what when we went to go see john party remember he's like oh like he had to stop the song he's like oh my anxiety yeah you know like he was like super open about it and, and he's like a man's man yeah cowboy he's a cowboy with cowboy. his cowboy boots and his country songs in front of a bunch of other cowboys yeah drunk ones yeah you know he's like oh my anxiety i'm sorry guys like how are y'all doing like he right kind of just shook it off but like he like he let us know like hey i'm i'm feeling and he had to take care of himself and he took that moment to take care of himself yeah that was beautiful that was pretty awesome like what a way to set an example and so yeah we are seeing more of that those examples and we need we still need more yeah 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 (laughs) need more help need more yeah i don't know what it is like what i know because then at the same time you know we still have a lot of the oh don't you worry your pretty little head little lady right like that and that and that's why like going back to that story with the flat tire I think that's why that man also, you know, here was in Texas. Yeah. And man of a certain age or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. And I I was around a lot of that, but I thought it was because I was in Texas. It's like that old school style of thinking, southern thinking. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's different regions of thinking all over the world, obviously. Right. Yeah. And it's it's very much more like more like some places are more extreme than others for sure like the Middle East some parts of Europe you know Japan Oh yeah Asia you know the women in Japan are or they were when I was there really submissive Yeah Pers- um professionally whoo I saw some men treat women I was like what in the world is happening like hell and no. it, it was socially accepted i'm like Whoa. yeah nobody did anything because that's normal yeah anyway <laughs> Sheesh. that's that's a tough one i don't know but well i'm really grateful that obviously you are you and you're able to speak most of the time <laughs> Although, <laughs> but okay, so yes, most when of the time. When it comes to big, heavy conversations. Most of the time, but I do tell you that give me some time. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it when I'm ready. Yes, like, but sometimes we don't have two years to talk about certain things. <laughs> when I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, and now you're in therapy, so hopefully it'll be one year or less. It'll speed up the process, maybe six months. All right, jeez. Uh, what what day is today? December third, uh, two twenty twenty three. Okay, six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But all right. All right. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I hope. <laughs> if you stayed with us this long, I hope this was helpful to you in some way. And if you felt the same way, feel the same way, or 
if you don't and you have a different idea, please feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, let us know what you think or let us know uh, your experience or um, like how gender roles apply to your life or, you know, how they apply to your environment. Um, yeah, we're, we're open to anything. <laughs> Just even if it's to stop by and say hi. <laughs> Just let us know. You're out there. And where can they find you, Adam? At uh, Adam VH on Instagram. And uh, I'm also a DJ at DJ Adam Herrera. But that's where you can find me. Yes. And you can find me at Instagram. The handle is at Jenny's underscore pennies. Just like on our logo without the uncensored. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, and so until next time, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. I hope this was helpful to you. And please always remember, your voice matters. You are capable. You are lovable. You are deserving. You are enough. Take care. Peace, y'all.